Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today, as it always is. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we round out the program today, I want to do just a, a quick connecting of the dots of some of the conversations we've had today. And if you've missed anything, go to kslpodcast.com. Uh, and just go to Inside Sources, and you can pick up any segment of the show that you might have missed, or maybe you caught a part of one as you were getting in and out of the car or in and out of a meeting at uh, at work or at home. And we've had a really interesting run of conversations today, uh, obviously starting uh, with Nikki Haley and her announcement. I thought it was a very positive uh, entrance onto the scene, and the biggest question, I think, for Nikki Haley will be, is the Republican Party ready to return to morning in America and a positive vision about principles and some policies uh, and uh, the the state of the American dream. Uh, I think that's uh, her lane. I think that's where she fits. And the question will be whether the party's ready to go in that direction and how that will stack up. Uh, I think she has a, a great personal story. She has extraordinary experience as a governor and as an ambassador to the United Nations for the United States. Uh, so she has a lot of those things that she can get done, make happen, and point to as successes and how she would govern and how she would lead the country. So there are some positives there. Uh, the challenge, of course, dollars and cents will be an issue. Can uh, she get enough of those big money dollar donations uh, off the sidelines early in a campaign season, enough to give her a little fuel to get her message out and see what resonates uh, with the American people. So interesting communication strategy. We're always looking at that in terms of how do you roll that out? I think she did a pretty good job day one. Uh, We'll see what she's able to do in terms of creating some momentum and getting some traction, which is always the test in a presidential primary. Uh, We also talked today uh, with Dana Perino. Of course, uh, Dana is a a host and and a key player on Fox News. He was the uh, White House press secretary for George W. Bush. And The conversation with Dana, I thought, was really instructive because we were trying to figure out why is it that President Biden has not spoken to the American people yet? And from a leadership standpoint, from a leadership communication standpoint, uh, everyone I talked to on the left and the right, no one could quite figure out what the communication strategy is for the White House relating to the Chinese balloon and the other things that uh, have been shot down out of the skies over the last week. Uh, It just doesn't make sense. That silence creates uncertainty, it emboldens our enemies, and it causes our allies to question. And it, and it creates fear and frustration and conspiracy theories amongst citizens. And so the president coming out and just saying what he does know, what he can share, and what he is going to do, I think goes a long way. And Dana Prino did a, a beautiful job of laying that out. Again, not partisan, not Democrat, Republican, because that doesn't matter. The president of the United States is the president of the United States. And how they communicate to the people of the United States is what actually matters. And I think that's where the administration is missing. Uh, They tend to talk at or to the American people rather than talking with. And they seem to be really focused on redefining words or redefining problems down 
rather than elevating them and saying, here's our solution or here's a path that we can all march forward together. So really interesting insight. Yeah, you want to go check out that podcast, uh, the interview we did today at 205 with Dana Perino, a former White House press secretary. And then if you missed our, our last segment, just uh, walking through kind of the brain drain uh, and the people's drain from Russia. Uh, many estimate between half a million and a million Russians have uh, left over the last year. And, of course, that creates a strain on the economy, especially as high-tech workers leave. Uh, There's also a drain and a strain on those who might be trying to implement reform within Russia. Uh, And so that will be an interesting thing uh, to look at and to monitor as well. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, And then, of course, it being Valentine's Day, we had to check uh, all the things that matter as it relates uh, to to Valentine's. And and I would just say as we round out the program today, uh, here's a couple of thoughts in terms of if you're thinking about something and the people you care about on Valentine's Day. Uh, To me, it starts with this whole idea of mindfulness. Now, we often talk about mindfulness as a way to relax and disconnect or uh, deal with chronic pain or reduce our stress. Uh, But to me, mindfulness is just the first step in becoming present. Uh, And being present for the people that you care about is job number one. You have to be present. Uh, And not just when you're in the same room, although I will say there are many times when we are in the same room and we still aren't present for those that we actually care about. And so to me, it's this idea of being mindful or having your mind full of that person and truly thinking about them at a different level and in a different way. Uh, I think that matters. I think that makes a huge difference. Uh, And it matters not just in our homes and not just in the relationships we have with those that we love, but it matters in our connections with our neighbors, with our community, uh, with our state, with our country. All of those things matter. And so the question is, am I being mindful? Am I being present to the moment when I'm with those people that matter? Am I truly listening? I think uh, we've talked about a lot this week about listening just being a lost art in the world today. And uh, I remain convinced, and we talked about this last week with uh, Bishop Spiegel, uh, and uh, the fact that uh, listening, truly listening, completely listening, is one of the, the holiest acts we can perform for another person. Uh, it's when we really give of ourselves in a, in a very different way. Uh, and then finally, just doing some of those things that show that we're being mindful. Uh, when our kids were young, and I was doing a lot of international travel, uh, for one season of my travel, I, I took three-by-five cards with me, and every day, Every day I wrote something by hand, something I saw that reminded me of one of the kids. So each of each of the kids had something that they knew that even when I was gone, I was still mindful of them. 
And maybe it was something I saw that reminded me of them or one of their gifts or one of their talents. And it was never anything long, uh, although with uh, as the children added up, uh, it, be, it took a little longer each day, and I packed around a few more cards. Uh, but those were all ways to just be connected and to say, hey, even when I'm not here, I'm still here. Uh, I'm mindful. Uh, and finally, on Valentine's Day, I think uh, we just echo the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. when he said that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the last say. And I think that's true. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us today on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.